Lou and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. As we always say, if we're at a loose end on the weekend, why not catch some local netty or footy? Let's get some O&M previews with uh, the one and only Sarah Sanini, 300-plus game superstar. Sarah, good morning. Morning, Matt and Lou. How are you? Yeah, great, thank you. Now, um, there's a big, big weekend. Round 11 already uh, in the netty and footy. All right, let's go through the games. Doesn't it go quick? Um, oh, and then we'll get to the game of the round, which is a cracker this weekend. So we start with North Aubrey and Corowa. I think Corowa will be a bit strong this weekend. Top of the table and haven't lost, so they should get a win. Now, I don't have any rellos here, Sarah, but I feel that Myrtleford is my spiritual home um, <laughs> because my parents, countrymen and women, live there, a lot of them. Um, so it's Myrtleford v Lavington. And this is the game yeah. of the round, says, isn't it? It will be an absolute cracker. Myrtleford are obviously on the up and sitting fourth, and we played Lavington a couple of weeks ago. And um, the improvement that they've had from the start of the season up until now is huge. So I, it is going to be so tight. Uh, and look, Lavington are trying to uh, secure that fifth spot in the in the top five. So um, look, uh, is it home? Whose home game is it? It's a Lavi, it's a Lavi home mm. game. I'll tip Lavi by one. Oh, we want them to lose, though, don't we, says? Well, <laughs> you don't want them to lose. I do, Sarah. I'll say oh, it's no, 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 for us. Look, if Myrtleford win, I wouldn't be surprised. But okay. just home game, I'll go Labby by one. All right. All right. Now, you guys, Yarrawonga against uh, the Raiders. Yes. Uh, hopefully, we get up and have a win. But last time we played them, they didn't have the house girls. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a very different game this weekend. Wodonga Bulldogs and the Tigers. Oh, I think the Tigers will be too strong for the Bulldogs this week. But, um, yeah, it should be a good game. And, um, and of course, the uh, the two Wang sides, the Magpies and the Rovers, different spots on the ladder, though. So uh, what are you thinking about this game, Sarah? Oh, look, um, Wang Magpies should have a have a good win. Um, Rovers have been so competitive all year. And, uh, yeah, but I think Magpies will win. All right, there we go. So now this is exciting because there's an, an exciting new addition, uh, Sarah, to um, yeah. when we talk to Matt Sider, I'm going to do the netball game of the round. And when we talk to you, I'm going to do the football game of the Ooh, round. Oh, I like it. <laughs> it's because you want some professional insight. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because so, you watch games all the time, so yeah. you'd know. Yeah. But no, no, no. But we don't get... No. Is, it, just, is not going to clarify. No, no, no. Like, I'm going to provide the... Oh, the information. oh, sorry. Oh, oh, let's just sit back and relax, Come on, Sarah. <laughs> I'll just get myself a cuppa and we'll just yeah, have a little... Yeah, nice. so when we talk to Matt Sider, I'm going to give the netball game of the round. Oh, okay. You see, and vice versa. All right, so go. Do it. The football game of the round, we don't need Matt Sider for this, the football no. game of the round is definitely the Magpies against the Rovers down in Wangaratta because Ooh. they're sitting right at the top of the ladder, both of them. The Rovers are having yeah. a great year. And I reckon yeah. this has got all the... Uh, signs of being an absolute cracker, says. Does it? Yeah. Who's your key matchup? Apparently. Oh, hello. Now he's, she's asking technical How questions. Dare you? Are you ready? How dare you, Come on. Sarah Sanini? <laughs> Who's the key matchup, Maddie? Oh, probably in the engine room. Anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> in the middle. It's all about the midfield these days, says. You know how it is. Oh. Uh, all right, and that's the game of the round. We're out of time. I can't go into any more detail. I was going to say, who's leading the Magpies midfield at the moment? How but... dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Just throw us. Give us she's a name, done it again to me, Luke. She did it with a kid last time. She's an expert. Give us a name. We're Just out of time, Sarah. It's been an absolute delight. <laughs>
And that's why Matt's not a sporting commentator. <laughs> I love the I love the insight into this week's game of the round. Catch you Easy again. <laughs> Catch you again in two weeks, matey. Thanks, says. Bye. Bye. At the movies. Let's get stuck into the latest movie releases with Shane A. Bassett. Morning, Shane A. Good morning. All right, let's start with uh, a sequel, Escape Room 2 at Regent Cinemas. Now, uh, um, I've got a feeling you might like this one, Shane. Is that right? I really like it. The first one was a little bit underappreciated, um, Escape Room. It came out in 2019. It kind of came and went, but it found a new life um, on Blu-ray and DVD. Now, this one, um, it's similar. It's just about six random people that kind of get lured into this yes. game. And uh, they have to go from a room to room and, uh, like, basically get these puzzles, figure them out to survive. If they don't, well, they'll perish. I like that. Yeah, right? look, it's, the whole escape room thing, um, if Matt and I were in there, uh, Shane A, we'd perish. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Quite frankly. It's true. Oh, th- these are deadly games, but it's really interesting <laughs> and, and all the kids are, are from different, you know, levels of... Um, demographics and ages and that. So I really liked it. This one is a little bit of a step up because obviously with the first one being a success, they've put more budget ah, into gotcha. this. All right. nice. better, better special effects. Nice. All right, let's go and have a look at Chris Pratt. I love him. Now, he couldn't be in a better movie as far as I'm concerned. A time travel science fiction blockbuster about a soldier going into the future to change the past. Shane, hey, it sounds amazing. Yeah, well, it's a huge budget, and it quite easily could have been at the cinema, but it's actually yeah. only on Amazon Prime, but which isn't a problem at all, really, if you've got Amazon Prime. Um, it's These group of, um, group of soldiers come back to Chris Pratt's time, tell him, look, we need your help, and then he goes into the future to save the world. And, Love. you know, it's... We may have seen things like this before. Don't you'll you'll recognise a few things. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. You're right. I actually quite liked it. Um, it's got an Australian in it, Chris <laughs> But Chris Pratt, I mean, he's a pretty good lead lead actor, especially in this kind of action movie. Yeah, he's oh, he's good. so charismatic. Right. I just love him. Um, yeah, right, so you're going to be watching guy. that one yeah, uh, over the weekend, that. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, finally, just quickly, uh, school holidays at the moment. Uh, Cranston yep. Academy at Regent Cinemas. What's that all about? And should we take the kids? Yeah, definitely one for the whole family. It reminded me a little bit of the uh, Hotel Transylvania. Oh, series. that's a great movie. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're good. Um, a bo- it's a little about a little boy genius. He's an inventor. He's like this young budding professor. He goes to this new boarding school. Uh, gets bullied a little bit, but one of his experience um, experiments opens this dimension portal, Ooh. and a whole lot of monsters come through. But they're friendly monsters. It's not scary for the little kids. Classic. And he, befri- he befriends them. Oh, it that's sounds... the basis of the story. Um, but it's a lot of fun, Lou, and kids will love it. Sounds lovely. Shane, A, eh? Thanks for that. Lots of great movies coming out at the moment. We'll catch you next yeah, week. Yeah, there's a lot around. It is dry July. A lot of people are going to have a crack, as they do every year, to give up the drink. But what if you want to continue past July? Um, as I can tell you firsthand, Lou, being a non-social drinker can be bloody hard work, mainly because of the pressure to drink from those around us, quite frankly. But now we have help. Sarah Connolly has found a Tapped In, a brand new education and community platform to help Aussies embrace an alcohol-free lifestyle. And she joins us. Sarah, good morning. Oh, that's a nice little round of applause. Thank you. (laughs) So, Sarah, um, you've created Tapped In. What kind of tips and tricks can we find on your site? 
So when people come into the site, they can go to the Explore section. And within Explore, there's all sorts of things that people can look at from books to courses to apps to alcohol-free events. And the website's designed for people to just come in, take a look around and find what interests them. So I've pulled resources from all over Australia, different types of people, different types of um, resources so that people can find something that they're interested in because there's so much out there now, it was just really hard to find before. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you focus on the upside of of living alcohol-free in five ways? So just very quickly, what are the five ways? So first of all, we aim to inform people, so give them as much information as we can about alcohol-free living. We inspire them. So uh, as you say, it's all about that upside of alcohol-free living as opposed to looking at it as if it's something restrictive because we can only do that for so long. And I'm talking about Discover July instead of Dry July. Ah. Like, can we look at, we can look at this as, a, as an opportunity to discover life in a more exciting way. Um, challenging the norms. So as you said earlier, there are so many issues and stumbling blocks for people that don't drink. And I talk to a lot of people that don't drink at all, and they've had a really tough time. Yeah, you get you hassled. Know, just, <laughs> you, get, and you get judged and you get questioned. So we're challenging that because I think it's really important that we create a culture where non-drinkers are just non-drinkers and there's nothing more to it. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, trying to get alcohol-free options in venues, adult alcohol-free options, because I'm sick of Coke and I'm sick of water. Yeah. And... <laughs> You know, this is frustrating for a lot of people. So we have a petition that people can sign on the website that is all designed to encourage venues to start stocking great alcohol-free options. Um, We're all about normalising, so no stigma, no shame. There's a lot of people that beat themselves up about their drinking and it's really counterproductive and it's not their fault that they fell into a trap. So we talk about, you know, taking away that shame and that blame and um, we advocate, as I say, for more alcohol-free choices. Brilliant. It is pretty amazing that people are sort of uh, kind of shunned a little bit for not having um, a, a drug, I guess. You know, if you if you said that you didn't take any other kind of drug, people would be like, oh, you, could, you know, that's fine. Yeah, no one that's would question so it. But as soon as you say you don't drink, it's like, what? You don't drink? Anyway, some fantastic resources on there. Um, thank you so much, Sarah, for sharing it with us. And uh, Tapped In is the name of the site, the freedom not to follow. Thanks for the chat. Great. Thank you so much for having me. And if you're a Southern Bale Homes Bandits fan, uh, well, you you would have had a very disappointing six weeks because that's how long it's been since we've had home games. Of course, there was the shutdown of the league for a little while and then um, there were issues, obviously, around New South Wales yep. and stuff. So it's meant the end result has been uh, an away week last weekend where they got two wins, which is awesome, and they're away again this week, Bendigo and Dandenong. But I tell you what, they're on form. So let's talk to the coach, Brad Chalmers. Brad, good morning. Morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, great. So last weekend was uh, a ripper for for the team. You um you had two wins on the fly, which is I guess must be heartening because it must be difficult when you're away from home. Yeah, it's been a um a bit of a strange year. We we we've had a uh, bit of a rough start. Obviously missed the missed a couple of games, missed a op- couple opportunities where we yeah, you know, we should have won, lost by 5, I think three times, which was which was tough and then um 
couple of injuries and that set us back a bit. And then, yeah, then COVID set in again. So, um, no, we had a good little break and I think we were working really hard through the break. A lot of the, the Vicky teams couldn't, which was uh, which was an advantage. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, we hit the ground in reasonable nick last week and uh, the two teams we played actually surprised me as well. They were, they were um, up and about. So I think everyone was just craving some basketball last weekend. So the games were pretty good and... I thought our lads played really well, and, and obviously adding um, Lachlan Hutchinson really helped last week too. So, um, and the girls won last week too for the first time yes. uh, for the season, which was um, yeah fantastic. And they really could have won both their games. So, no, uh, the club's um, up and about this week. There's no doubt about it. So um, we we want to go away this weekend and and hopefully um, do well again. Yep. Well, let's. Uh, all right. Well, if if we knock off Bendigo and uh, and Dandenong, then we'll be back home for the first time, as I said, since May. So that will be a massive, massive uh, round 12. And, and of course, we've still got the Al McCowan game that we've got to fit in there somewhere. So when will that be? Yeah, obviously, I think, um, obviously, with the draw next week, so, you know, a basketball fans have really got home game on Friday and Saturday, which um, in my time we've we've never done before. So that'll be that'll be interesting. And then, um, yeah, I think the Alan McCowan game will be the seventeenth, um, as okay. is what I'm thinking. But that hasn't been clarified. But I think that's the logical time. I think we need to try and get that game in. It's it's probably one of our marquee games, and, and I think with everything percolating around us, I think um, where we yeah. can get a gap to get that game in and obviously have the family there, I think it's really important. So that's the plan, I think. It is. It's just a great game to go and, um, you know, relive the memory of Alan McCown, who was such a huge part of the Bandits. Fantastic yeah, chatting. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you so much for chatting with us, Brad, and um, good luck with the weekend's games. Yep, fingers crossed. Thank you. There he is, coach of the Southern Vale Homes Bandits, it's uh, Brad Chalmers. And we were contacted by Isabella on our Facebook page, Triple M The Border, uh, who said she was inspired by Triple M's No Talk Day. Now, that was yesterday, a day dedicated to raising awareness for uh, mental health, a day where we didn't talk, we didn't have our shows on air. Um, so you could talk and hopefully start those conversations. Well, her blog was entitled How to Start a Conversation That Could Save a Life on her Travelling Mind website and Facebook page. And she joins us. Morning, Isabella. Good morning. So, Isabella, first of all, start, uh, start us off by telling us a little bit about uh, Travelling Mind. Um, so I love writing and I've always grown up reading magazines and knew I wanted to start my own publication. So I thought like a blog would be the best place to share my writing with everyone. And I love wellness and travel and it makes it really easy to just write things to hopefully hopefully inspire people. And yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, no talk day is about inspiring people to talk about um, having, about having the conversations essentially around mental health that a lot of times we keep private unfortunately and uh, that inspired you to write this uh, blog How to Start a Conversation That Could Save a Life Now where did you get your information from for the blog because it's got some tips on there on how to start the conversations Yeah so the No Talk Day initiative really inspired me um, because I agree I think we can get caught up in everyday noise and forget to check in with ourselves and our loved ones It's just as important to ask yourself if you're okay as well as your loved ones. Um, I get a lot of my resources from Beyond Blue um, Headspace because I'm a young person myself and I've accessed Headspace and I've been given those resources and they've really helped me. So I want to kind of pass that information on and hopefully help someone else. 
Beautiful. Well, Isabella, we absolutely love that you've embraced uh, No Talk Day and put it out there in, in another platform for more people to see and, and hear about. Um, if people want to have a look at uh, Travelling Mind and your blog on No Talk Day, where, where's the best place for them to go? Um, so I share a lot of my Instagram, which is Izzy's Travelling Mind, or you can look up Travelling Mind, or just on uh, Google, you can search up Izzy's Travelling Mind and it should come up there. Oh, great. And how do you spell Izzy if we search? Um, so I-double-F-Y. Excellent. And then it's got an S on the end to be Izzy's. <laughs> All right, brilliant. Well, I'm, I'm glad that it inspired you to uh, to write the blog. The more people that are talking, then the better it's going to be um, exactly. for mental health. So uh, yeah. well well done, Isabella. Thank you. And um, thanks, to, thanks to you guys for joining the conversation. No worries. And we wish you all the best for the blog as well.